Welcome to Raw Faith, a podcast for believers who want to grow and mature in their authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. In our time together, we hope to challenge each other to become better doers of the Word and not just hearers. This program is hosted by Shelley McWilliams of Sozo Restoration Ministries, which helps people to transform their lives through the healing, wholeness, and equipping of Jesus. So let's see where the Word takes us today. Greetings, saints of God. So happy to have you join us. Something that the Lord's really been challenging my life with, and I don't think it's just me. I think it's something that he's doing in the body of Christ in this season. He's really been having me reevaluate what is the true meaning of salvation. And I know that may sound odd to some of you. It sounded odd to me. He said, Shelley, what do you consider salvation to be? And of course, we know forgiveness of sins. Of course, we know that we get to spend eternity with the Father. He restores us to relationship with the Father. And so we have these answers, especially being a Christian for so many years. We can regurgitate the proper responses for salvation. But the Lord has really been challenging me recently to get back to the basics and to dig in what is salvation really. And it's easy to assume that salvation is you know, this is my ticket to heaven. I'm restored to the Father. I'm forgiven of my sins. And so I have my ticket into heaven, which I jokingly say, you have your fire insurance. And then we obviously know that in that fellowship, we're able to pray to him and get guidance and direction. We talk about, well, now that we know God, then what's my purpose? What's my destiny? And we could see salvation as having access to the Father for all of these things. And it's really easy to how would I say it? I guess get busy with the duties of our Christianity. So, you know, I pray, we can read our Bible, we go to church, we do all of these things to build relationship with the Father so that, again, we can step into our destiny, we could have direction, we could have guidance that we need. So we can pray, we can read our Bible, we make sure we go to church, we make sure that we're asking God, what is your will for my life? We make sure that Holy Spirit, give me a grace that I would be obedient and I would be able to live a life that is worthy of Christ. We can allow the Holy Spirit to bring that conviction and we can do all these things. We can go on a mission trip and all of these things are good in our Christian walk, but sometimes we can get so busy with doing all of these things and globally just say, well, yes, this is for my relationship with the Lord. But I'm really wondering how easy it is to go through these motions and think that we're building relationship with the Lord. But are we really? Are we really building our intimate connection with God? Sometimes, and I'm as guilty as the next person, sometimes we can do all these things and our knowledge can increase. But it doesn't necessarily mean our relationship increases. I remember I got saved when I was a junior in high school, and I lived many years serving the Lord. God called me down to the Brownsville Revival in Pensacola, Florida, when I was in my early 30s. And I sold my home. I sold everything but my clothes that I could fit in my car, and I went down to go to their school of ministry. People thought I was crazy, but I loved the Lord. I left everything for Him, and I went down because He led me that way. And I remember when I was down there, and I had no revelation at the time of inner healing or deliverance. But as I was down there, things started surfacing in my life. 
And I remember I began my process with my spiritual parents of going through some inner healing and deliverance. And I was laying in bed one evening, just crying out to the Lord. And very gently, I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me. And he said, Shelly, you know a lot about me, but you don't truly know me. And I felt like a dagger went into my heart because I'm like, Lord, are you kidding me? Like I, I threw away my whole life to abandon it and come down here to answer the calling that you put on my life. And he gently said it again, Shelly, you know a lot about me, but you don't know me. And as I sat and just weeped with the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't understand. And he started showing me all these things that I was doing, all these things out of duty to him, out of, Lord, I owe you so much. And it was a genuine love, but it wasn't a love from that knowing. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I could not experience that because my heart was too traumatized from different things in my life from you know previously. And so it really hindered my ability to experience the love of the Father. And praise God, since then, he's done a tremendous work in my life and I've had a beautiful relationship with him. But it was so shocking to me for me to be in Bible college, preparing to go into ministry in the middle of revival and to have the Lord say to me, you don't know me. And I feel like in many ways, the Lord is challenging me again. Although I know him, he's challenging me of, is your focus where it needs to be? And I'm realizing that just as if we have to be intentional in any kind of relationship, we have to be extra intentional in our relationship with the Lord, because we can, again, get busy with all of these things. And these are good things. This should be fruit from our life. But we got to remember, salvation is not just for a ticket in heaven. And I think sometimes we could forget the bigger picture. Salvation really is an invitation into an intimate fellowship with the Father and through Jesus Christ and, of course, the Holy Spirit. So it's an invitation to be an intimate, that intimate knowing of fellowship with the Trinity. John 17, 13 tells us what eternal life is. So many times we think eternal life, oh yeah, that's heaven. But the reality is heaven is not eternal life. Heaven is a destination. We are eternal already. We have eternal life already. We're either going to spend eternity in heaven or we're going to spend eternity in hell. So what is this eternal life that John is telling us about? Because it it isn't just heaven. If we go on, that scripture says eternal life is this, that they, meaning you and me, know you. This is Jesus talking to the Father. Know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. And that knowing in the original language means intimate knowing, as in between a husband and a wife, that emotional oneness. So John 17, 3 tells us that eternal life is in heaven. Eternal life is to know intimately God and Jesus Christ that he sent. 1 Corinthians 1, 9 tells us that God is faithful, who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Again. That fellowship, when you look up the original word, is an intimate communion with, an intimate partnership with. 1 John 1.3 says, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Again, salvation is not 
an invitation to go to heaven and have forgiveness of sins. Yes, that is part of it. Don't misunderstand me. But the real meaning of salvation is to, it's an invitation to come into fellowship with the Trinity. Come into fellowship with Jesus Christ. And through Jesus Christ, we can come into fellowship with Father God. And Holy Spirit is sent to be our helper, to be our counselor. He's the one that originally draws us to Jesus. Scripture says that no man come to Christ except he be drawn by the Spirit. And then we're also told in Scripture that Jesus is the one that shows us the Father. And so we see how that Trinity works together, but salvation is an invitation to come into intimate communion, intimate fellowship. Is it forgiveness of sins? Absolutely. That enables us to stay in that intimate fellowship. But that is not the goal of salvation. The goal of salvation is to be in that intimate relationship with the Lord. Again, John 17, 3 says that eternal life is to know intimately God and Jesus Christ. So I'm being challenged. And, and just because I'm being challenged, I figured, hey, it's fair to challenge you, right? Hallelujah. So I'm challenging you just as God is challenging me. Is the goal of what I do in my relationship with the Lord, is my number one focus fellowship? Or do I go through the motions of this Christian life and my focus, it gets off and it doesn't realize that if I'm in fellowship, that's all that matters. See, if I stay in intimate fellowship, I'm going to read my Bible. If I stay in intimate fellowship with him, I'm going to want to go to church and worship him with fellow believers. Is my goal intimate relationship? Many times, like I said, in our Christianity, we could think, well, you know, ministry is the goal or fulfilling my destiny is the goal. But here's the reward. The reward is Christ himself. Our goal needs to be to be an intimate relationship with him. If we're pursuing anything else than the Trinity, than God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, if we're pursuing anything above that, we've, we've missed it, even if it's godly things. We have to realize he is our reward. He is eternal salvation. John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he sent his only son into the world that he would die for our sins and give us an opportunity for everlasting life. Some translations say eternal life. So is he saying, hey, I'm offering you heaven? That's not really what that passage is saying. It's saying I'm offering you opportunity. I'm giving you an invitation that if you believe Christ is who he said he is, the invitation is to come in fellowship, in fellowship with him, in fellowship with Papa God. That's the goal. You know, one scripture that has been ringing over and over and over in my spirit, in my mind, I'm hearing this verse over and over again, and it's Acts 17, 28, that says, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being. In him, in Christ Jesus, we live, we move, and we have our being. Or another translation says, we exist. I confess to you, because scripture says we're to confess to one another. I confess to you, I have not been perfect in this. I have become easily distracted in the dues of ministry, in all of the things that I want to fill my life full of that I believe is honoring to the Lord and is pleasing unto his sight. 
But sometimes I get so distracted with that. And I'm not saying I walk away from, I'm not talking about not having a relationship with the Lord. Okay, understand me. I'm talking about, is he my reward? Is fellowship with him the only thing that matters in my life? Because if that's what matters the most, then all the other things will fall into place. If my heart is fixed on him and my passion and my pursuit is Christ and Christ alone. You know, I've said it for so many years, and this is just ringing so true to me, is that if there's a sin issue in our lives, the reality is it's a love issue. And people go, yeah, it's love of self. I personally believe it's a love that you have not understood and experienced the depth of God's love for you if you have a sin problem. I know it was that way for me. I battled with sin, not because I wanted to be sinful, but because I leaned on the grace of the Holy Spirit to be obedient, but I, I didn't really do it foolproof. And I felt, oh man, I've let God down. And, and that's where it came from. But as I experienced healing and I began to experience the love of God, I understood it breaks his heart. It breaks his heart. We so think he's mad when we sin. But it breaks his heart because he knows there are consequences to sin. When we sin, things ensue. There's consequences to that. He told us about those things in his word. And it breaks his heart to love us so much, to want to do exceedingly above and beyond what we could ever think or imagine in our lives. He wants to see us so blessed in so much peace and so much wholeness. But when we sin, we cause issues in our life and it breaks his heart. And the more that we realize how much he loves us, how much Jesus loves us to go through what he went through, then sin doesn't become an issue because we don't want to break his heart. And all that ties back into this whole thing. My goal should not be to live a, a sinless life. And you know what I mean by that. We're all going to sin, but in, in essence, have a life dedicated and honoring to the Lord without it being racked in sin. That's not my goal. My goal is not heaven. Our goal needs to be Christ and Christ himself, Father God and Father himself. And by the grace and the empowerment and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we stay in that communion so that our fellowship is with the Trinity. And so I just, again, I challenge you because God's challenging me, and I believe it is something that he's doing. I believe he really wants a love revelation to be released in the bride of Christ. And as I was thinking about these scriptures this morning, knowing that I was going to record this podcast, I was just pondering him with the Lord. And the Lord very clearly spoke something to me, and I'll leave you with this. He said, my bride is so busy with the duties that she has forgotten romance. Let me repeat that again. He said to me this morning, my bride is so busy with duties that she has forgotten the romance. So I encourage you, ask Holy Spirit, give him permission to show you. Have you gotten so busy with Christianity that you have forgotten the intimate relationship with Christ Jesus? God, take me back to my first love. Let you be the goal. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and share this podcast. And if you want to know more about Shelly or Sozo Restoration Ministries, visit our website at sozorestoration.org.